black mamba has a killer instinct that's unmatched. Kobe's the closest thing this league has ever seen to Michael Jordan. One of the greatest work ethics we've seen. The continual quest to be great. That's the mamba mentality. You're in a great position if you got successful mentors that you can get direct advice from. And I've been I've been privileged to be able to get advice from a lot of a lot of successful people. K Dad, I first started rhyming when I was 13. And when I said I want to sit down and I want to perfect my craft, I really went after studying all the greats, Biggie, Tupac, Jay Z, Nas. You know I mean, just to better my lyrical skills because I felt that was the best. You know I mean, in my time period, all over the world, I'm sure everybody else felt like it. So it was just me basically developing myself. I mean, when people heard K Dot, they was like, "Yo, the kid is dope. He can rap, but who is he?" You know what I mean, that went on for years. He's just another cat in the streets that can rap good, right? So I was like, you know what? I want people to know who I am as a person and what I represent. So I woke up one morning, I said, the best way to start it off is giving me my name change, my real name. Some of my mother been calling me for years, and this is who I am, and I'm going to start putting that on records, you know what I mean? And this, the shit transcended where I'm putting it on records, and it's representing me, and people accept it, you know what I mean? Because they can relate. And that was just the mind state. I felt like... What's a what's a what is an artist? Y'all you know I mean if you don't know who they are. All right, y'all, and there it is. Welcome, welcome to 1982. 1982 is a whole new podcast hosted by me, Juan Eugene, and um, it's basically my rant, my opportunity to get it off my chest, um, my uh, soapbox opera, so to speak. Now, on the intro, you heard the Black Mamba song. You know, I'm sure everybody knows by this point that Kobe, his daughter, some friends and family, um, you know, died in a helicopter crash um, last Sunday. I'm also, you heard some Nip, Nipsey Hustle, y'all. You know, um, and again, I'm sure everybody knows that. Uh, Nipsey passed, you know, uh, due to some, some some violence, you know. And last you heard Kendrick. Now, Kendrick is, has not passed. And I want to make it clear that this is not prophetic. I'm not saying Kendrick is next or anything like that. Um, but I am talking how many L's, how many losses, y'all. How many losses? Very selfish. This is a very selfish show. Very selfish. But this is that time for me to be a little more selfish, I believe. Start at the top. Start at the beginning, rather. You know, I lost, uh, you know, Pac in the beginning. You know, a young guy. I was in 96. Pac gets killed. You know, now I felt it. I was a fan, you know. Um, but Pac was a little over my head at that age of my life. I was a fan of Pac the person and Pac the music, but not necessarily inspired by Pac the man. You know what I mean? <clears throat> First L as it pertains to uh, this conversation. 
you know, and we'll get into all sorts of L's here. But these are this is just this is just the setup, y'all. So you gotta hang with me for a second. This is the setup. By the way, um, just so you know, uh, nineteen eighty two is a non scripted show. This is truly, you know, things that are on my heart, my mind. Um, if if, if we gotta give some kind of credit to to script, um, I've thought about it thoroughly, you know, over and over again. I've I've played these scenarios that I'm gonna, you know, invite you into in my 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 mind over and over again. I've I've had these thought processes. Um, so if if in that we we are scripted, then I'll give you that. But as far as um, you know, really putting it together and building a uh, a message, so to speak, so to speak, um, I'm not doing that here. Um, yeah, just so you know, man. Is this is uh this this your boy Hart man? It's how how I be feeling sometimes. So Pac's gone, right? I understand it, but I don't feel it like those around me, particularly the the older uh, men and women around me. I don't feel it that way, but I understand that it's an L and it's a personal L because I really like Pac and I was I was somewhat invested in the East Coast West Coast, you know, lightly, lightly, no nothing that really you know, should get any notoriety, but I was slightly invested. Fast forward uh, to this journey of hip hop for me, you know, now a lot of people, uh, you know, love rap music and, and I, and I, and I think that's awesome, you know, but I feel like I have a relationship with hip hop, you know, I feel like it goes beyond me just, you know, bopping to the beat, you know what I mean? Or, or, or me just trying to, you know, pass some time or, you know, I just feel like for me personally, it goes a little deeper than that. I feel like, you know, hip hop and I are in this, this whirlwind um, love affair, you know, and it, and it's crazy because, you know, being a man of God, you know, and in, in these circles, you know, hip hop is at a, in some, to some degree, a, a kind of an enemy, you know, it's not necessarily positive on the onset, you know, the lyrics are provocative, the ones that I like, you know, and, 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 and it's kind of, I would say off-putting, uh, to a, a Christian who doesn't get it. Um, and I struggled with that for a while. I struggled with it because I happen to be a fan of gangster rap. Now, you know, when I say gangster rap and I'm from the West coast, it may, you might get like a good old Spice One or some gangster, gangster brother Lynch or something. And I guess since I know who these people are, <laughs> you know, I've got to go against the point I'm trying to make. But, um, uh, you know, in gangster rap, if you're not from the West Coast, man, started with like, you know, you're thinking about somebody like uh, NWA or Ice-T or something like that. Um you know, not a huge fan of those guys, right? They were before my time to a large degree. Um, so for gangster, I think the evolved gangster rap, the gangster rap that I came up on, you know, now we talking about Snoop, the dog pound, you know what I mean? Now we talking about, you, you know, uh, uh, Pac, you know, now we talking about, and not just West Coast, right? You know, now we talking about uh, the locks, you know, Jada Kiss. We talking about Beanie Siegel now. Now, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a '90s cat. You know what I mean? Um, but in, in in between there and 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 beyond there also, right? You know, we're gonna shoot up to 
you know, again, the evolution, I would say, is a, you know, a big shine to some degree, you know what I mean? Um, but then, you know, we talk about the true, authentic evolution uh, is Nipsey Hussle, you know? Uh, now, now, before we get to Nipsey, before we get to Nipsey, right, um, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm backtrack just a little bit just to, to set the tone. So we have Pac, right? Um, I touched on Nipsey, but let's not get to Nipsey yet. Let's go Kendrick. Now, why did I put Kendrick in this 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 uh, uh, opening? The this opening, uh, I don't even know what you call what I did, but you know, let's just call it an intro. Uh, I know it's an intro, but it's a word for the collage I put together to some degree. Why is Kendrick in that that mix? Okay, now Kendrick came after I explored Pac for the second, third time as a as a, an adult, you know, after I fell in love with Pac, the kind of love that, you know, those who, who understood it at that time had when, when we lost Pac, you know. This Kendrick comes along, you know, about a year or so after I really get that vibe and, and start to crave that level of sincerity and that depth and that, and that uh, you know, uh, non-commercialized, gritty, you know, true feeling, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I get in a lot of trouble for what I'm about to say, but it wasn't that Pac was like this excellent rapper, you know, I mean, I think we can agree that it wasn't necessarily his, his capability to rap, you know, now it's not saying Pac couldn't rap, but it was more than that. It was like the soul, like the him in the rap that that got me at least. You know, it was it was him in the music that got me. And, and so when I revisited that and understood it as an adult, you know, I began to crave that. I wanted to feel that. I wanted to 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 be able to to be in tune with the music that way. And uh, I looked around and, and and I couldn't find it. You know, or I'd find, you know, almost it. Almost it, almost it. Now, this was at the time where I think you had like LimeWire and you had Torrents. You know, you can download random, you know, obscure music, you know, online. This before, at least before I knew about like a Spotify or something like that. And um, so, you know, I was kind of just looking for music, you know, and this wasn't like a craze search. It wasn't. You know, my whole life was consumed with finding the next Pac or somebody to that I can vibe with, but just on a general search, because what I, I just listen to Pac or just listen to cats that I vibed with, you know, back, you know, in my teenage years, you know, I didn't really move on to the next generation. Um, and, and, and so I, I, uh, I stumbled on, uh, uh, K dot, you know, some weird song and it was like a, a kid voice I don't know, but it resonated with me, and and it was and and this was like old. It was like old Kendrick, and it wasn't even like nothing. Nobody knew about it. it was just something there. I couldn't even tell you the name of the song now. And uh, but then you know, it kind of gave me you know a thought. You know, I, I liked it, and so I pursued. But then I couldn't find K dot. You know, like it was not a lot of K dot stuff, and somehow or another. I, I just downloading random songs. Uh, it was a song called uh, I think it's "Let Me Just Be Me" or something like that. 
and uh, it ended up being the same guy. And the song was dope. Like it, it, it totally took me. It, it fulfilled that that need for some substance in the music. And and again, this is not saying it wasn't out there. I just wasn't aware of it. And 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 and, and so that did that for me. And um, so then I began to follow the young man's career and get super excited about it. And this is this is kind of important. Um, you know, just super excited. You know, it reinvigorated me. You know, it made me feel like I, I can be a part of hip hop again. And in and, and, and this time, you know, understand the the emotion in the music, the art form, uh, so to speak, you know. And so super excited. Uh, then uh, 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 Section 80 drops. My goodness. You know, if I had some bombs and I hope hopefully I edit some bombs in here. But um, Section 80 dropped. My goodness, man. It was like air, you know, it was like air to me. And uh, man, I, I just listened to that joint over and over and over and over again. And, um, you know, just again, super excited to see what this young man does. Uh, shortly after, or a period after, obviously, Good Kid drops and the world explodes, right? The whole planet blows up, Good Kid drops. And, you know, for me, this was like, like it was the perfect balance of conscious gangster rap that like it could never have been done better. You know, you 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 had references to hot sauce and top ramen. You, you know what I mean? You just had these little these little jewels to where it made you remember when you was you was there or you was in a similar situation. And even the thought process, even the struggle of, you know, I see the lady, you know, out with the pamphlet about God. You know, she didn't talk to me and the homies before, you know, like it, it just resonated, resonated, you know, it was beautiful, like completely air, you know, and, uh, you know, excited about rap, excited about rap again, excited, 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 you know, you, you looking at the camp uh, uh, over there at the Top Dog and, uh, you know, you got uh, what, what my J-Rock, you know, doing this thing, like it just revitalized a thing, and I felt like I got to. I'm getting to experience it in its entirety. This time, you know what I mean. I, I'm going from a fan of hip hop to a participator in the culture. Yeah, and this is this is getting real weird. But I just felt like I was being immersed now. You know, I was getting to to, to see it and understand it. And then, you know, with the internet, you can get some back. You know, some other scenes, some interviews, and really uh, like capture some amount of the character of the person behind the magics, you know. So anyway, um, that happened. Exciting, exciting stuff, man. And so as as I'm as I'm kind of reveling in that, you know, Kendrick. A couple of years later, uh, drops uh, the Pimp a Butterfly. Now, in my, for me, when it dropped, I got it. I understood it. I didn't necessarily want this sort of album, but I understood it because it was basically a continuation of uh uh section eighty. It was it was it was the it was the the encore or or part two of section eighty. So I dug it. I dug it. Um but it wasn't the evolution I guess I was looking for, you know, 
and, and at that time, you know, I was, I was like everybody else, man. I wanted another good kid. I ain't gonna lie to you. I wanted a much raunchier album. I wanted more bangers. I wanted more hood references. You know, I wanted to connect on that level. Um, and I felt like with To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick was trying to, you know, give another level for us to connect with more. So one more so uh, like the, the 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 level that most of us uh, met him on was uh, Section 80. So <sighs> wasn't the L for me. Wasn't the L, you know, wasn't the L for me. Uh, the highly anticipated damn album drops. Now, this album's got so much controversy around it and so, you know, all kind of stuff going on it. For, for those lightly, you know, keeping tabs on hip hop, I get it. This is madness, what I'm talking about. But for those of us who, you know, invest a little more of ourselves in it, you get what I'm saying. Um, and, and no, this whole thing is not about rap music. Um, just, just, just rock with me. Uh, damn drops. Let me be quick. I didn't like it. Too weird. Too Illuminati. Too commercial. Just, just like a, for me, yeah, for me, boom, L. Now, this is my true first L in this regard. You know where I am disappointed from beginning to end. Where this is a loss for me. Now, music is important to me, but it, it definitely is not something that, you know, I am I may sound a little more involved than I am. Um, this is just because I'm telling the story. Um, but first L, you know, let's be quick. Now, at the time when Kendrick is, is coming through the pipeline and resonating with me, there's another gentleman, you know, and, I, and I'd say he completely became the face of West Coast gangster rap in my eyes. You know, and of course, none other than Nipsey Hussle. Again, like like finding Kendrick, it was on a fluke. Uh, some, ooh, it was like some, this is, gosh, it was like CDs were still a thing. And it was a Nipsey song on some kind of mixed CD I had. And uh, from there, you know, I, I, same, same sort of attraction. I went looking and I found, uh, uh, was it? I think was it Slauson Boys or Crenshaw? I wanted it to, um, but Crenshaw I ended up really getting into. So let's say it was Crenshaw. Found Crenshaw. My goodness, of course I'm gone. This is the joint, and I got. I still. I'm. I'm still got good. Good kids on 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 rotation now. I got Crenshaw. Then I find uh, 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 Crenshaw drops. Then I find uh, the Marathon uh, at some point drops. So I got Marathon, I got Crunch, I got a good, you know, you know how it is when you got your good rotation. This is your gym music, this is your way on from work music, I'm good. Uh, so with that, all of that going on, you know, damn drops, disappointing, right? I still got this, some recent classics enough to survive, but took an L with them, you know. And now I'm 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 watching Nip on interviews. You know, uh, you know, doing doing the things you do when you're an emerging artist. You know, I, I see him in like Sweden or something talking about cryptocurrency, and now I'm investing myself in this man beyond gangster rap, 
but as an entrepreneur, I'm listening to the things that he's saying about the community. So I'm investing in him as a man, as a person, as a leader, as a as a as a visionary. You know, I'm and I'm beginning to get proud of him. You know, I'm invested to the point of some pride. Um, uh, so uh, victory lap drops, and before I even hear victory lap, um, and this kind of tell you that I'm not as you know in depth is 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 our sound but before i even hear the album i see the video um and there's a video and it's called hustle and motivate now when i see the video i'm totally disappointed i'm like nip damn we grown we this ain't you know like we understand that this is destructive what 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 is this about I just got through watching for a year or so of you doing all these positive, great moves and uplifting and having this 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 sort of uh, this sort of new vibe to you. Then the video is like y'all, you know, paying off cops and AKs breaking. You know what I mean? Like, what is, what are we doing? We running for the police again? Like it was killing me to the point where I didn't want to listen to the album. I was done. You know, L just L. Like man. Here we go, you know, with this clown shit. And so I didn't even listen to the album. You know, I was that, I was, I felt that, that, that strongly about it, you know? And, um, so my, my bro, he came and, uh, we, we got, we, we do a podcast from time to time and he introed it with, uh, uh, grinding all my life. And of course I'm, I'm gone. Oh my goodness. Is this what's on the album? So then I, you know, Spotify the joint, fall in love. Oh my God, this is insane. You know, I'm fully invested, fully, fully invested. You know, um, with, 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 with some with some things, and I don't know if we're gonna talk about them this time, but it was some things, of course, that I, I definitely didn't understand. You know what the purpose was, but but you know, I would I would grow to understand that. You know, I, I may have built. Uh, built this gentleman up too much in my own mind and put too much on his shoulders, you know, but, um, damn. And then Nipsey, then I get a text, you know, and I'm all over the place. Nip's dead. He got shot in the head. Now, the text actually read, um, Nip got domed. He dead. That was the text message I got on a Sunday, uh, <laughs> in the car. I think I was going to church or coming to, that's what I got. And honestly, like I had to pull over to verify what the hell, like, you know, I, I don't know, you know, of course you'd like anything you like not, of course this is not talking about the person I'm thinking about, which was Nipsey. So I need to pull over and make a call, you know, like then it's like, you know, uh, just verified is this, this ain't real, you know, this fake news, you know, that's a thing now. But of course it was real. Nip was dead. L, bam. Now let's move on. We're gonna fast forward because I spent a lot of time building it up. Um Kobe. Now, by no shape of the imagination will I proclaim or pretend to be a super fan of basketball. I am not. Those who know me know I'm not. Um, just not my thing. I'm from LA. I'm from California. I'm from actually I'm from Long Beach, but I'm from, you know, California and I've lived here all my life and if you don't know nothing about nothing, you know the Lakers, okay? And, you know, from, you know, the big to the small, 
You know the the the, the Lakers. You know you know an obscure character like Teron Lou. You know the Lakers living out here, and so you know somebody like Kobe. This is a major guy here. You know, and 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 I'm in the sports world. I understand it, but I'm just saying from a the non-fans perspective, this is a big deal fella here. So you know why Kobe takes that helicopter. You know, that story has been told. You know, you know how intense this 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 relationship with his daughter is. That's like a known thing. You know what I mean? You know when Kobe's flying in, you know, to the Staples. That's a thing. That's on the wire. You know what I mean? And so even not being a, a huge fan of the sport, you know, you become a fan of that person, you know, and, you know, same, same kind of thing with Nip. Actually, the same person texts me, you know, Kobe dead, right? And again, it's like the same, like, hold up, I, Kobe McKee, uh, not Kobe Bryant, you know what I mean? Like, this doesn't make any sense. So again, stop everything I'm doing, you know, call to confirm, as I'm calling to confirm, getting texts and calls. And so it's just like, damn, okay, bam, L. All right. Now, in that entertainment, in that, you know, other part of my life, those are some major L's, major L's. And and they, they may seem, you know, insignificant. I get it. You know, especially if you don't particularly have any skin in the game, so to speak, with these people. Um, but I bring them up. I bring them up because those are L's. Those are losses. You know, them are hurtful moments. You know, uh, I felt like I lost Kendrick to the secret societies, if y'all didn't kind of get what I'm saying. I feel like we lost, you know, this this voice of the streets to weirdness. And I don't even know what these cats be doing. But, you know, you watch the internet. You see, you know, all these little weird videos and, you know. I don't know if it's true, but I, for, for me personally, for Juan Eugene, I, I felt like I lost him. You know, was he mine to lose? Uh, sure. You know, he, he he aspired to be a public figure, you know. So so in that regard, yes, I, I, I see, he's on a list of L's. Now, those L's are L's that I think we don't get to get fed up with, you know, so let me talk about some L's that may feel uh, more relevant, okay? The the day before Kobe died, right? I'm in Vegas. Me and my wife celebrating her, her birthday. Um, I get a call that my aunt died, okay? My aunt died. Now, don't nobody know my aunt. I don't even think she had a... I'm sure she didn't have a Facebook presence at all, actually. Um, but she died, you know, this is my dad's older sister, you know, um, and, you know, important fixture in the family. You know how it is. And she dies. And I can tell that my dad is devastated, but he's like watching my kids at this point and I'm in Vegas. And so, you know, I'm very torn, you know, Pop, do you want me to come home, man? Now, my dad is my dad. And if you know me. You know, him and I are, you know, we're not very outwardly emotional, you know. So, of course, it's like, nah, you know, it's all right. I got it. You know, 
y'all have fun, you know, enjoy each other. Don't even think about it. I don't even know I caught you with this mess. All of that stuff, you know, and, 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 and being that I know him, I'm like, pop, you know, man, it's cool. We can, you know, get another flight. We can be there with the bam, all of that. So needless to say, I'm again, I'm torn because my wife's birthday, not that she was implying that we need to stay at all, you know, but, you know, as, as, as her husband, I understand, you know, she, we, we got a plan for her too. You know what I mean? So we end up staying and the whole time just thinking about pops, like, you know, knowing that he's not going to outwardly talk about this. He's not going to process it in a way that's, in my opinion, healthy. <laughs> you know, he's just going to kind of be quiet and be somber. And, you know, he's going to do his thing he does. He's going to stress about it. You know what I mean? And 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 when you ask him, he's going to act like nothing's going. And all of this, you know. So, bam, my aunt dies. Ale. My pop's sister dies. Ale, my pops, who has, you know, a, a pacemaker, uh, you know, is now under distress. Ale, you know what I mean? Now, now we're getting into some 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 more relative ales, y'all. All right, and, and this is not like me complaining about my life or things. I just feel like how many ales before I could be fed up. You know, and I'm not saying fed up with God. I'm just saying like fed up where I get to just be angry. You know, sure, I didn't know Kobe, but man, I got a daughter. I, You know, I, I take my daughter to, to her, her uh, mixed martial arts joints. And when she did softball, I did that. You know, I have a freaking daughter. I know what it is to look at her and love her and want to protect her from everything. You know, me and my, my bro was talking about. Just, you know, kind of conceptualizing that, those final moments, right, where, you know, the, the joint is going down and, and, you know, it's nothing Kobe could do. It's nothing none of the other parents can do on this this uh, helicopter. So the only thing you do as a father and I'm sure as a mother in that, in, in, in that situation is you grab your baby and tinch the hell up out of your body with this weird, crazy thought that you're going to make your body so hard that it becomes a cocoon and the, the thing can blow up and f- crash and everything and your baby's going to be able to pry themselves out of your grip and be safe. You know, you, your body has become a bomb shelter that's taken all of this, you know, and protected them. And, you know, when all said and done, they're going to be able to pry your dead body off of your baby and she's going to get out of there unscathed. That's the thought, you know? So I don't got to know Kobe personally or even as a fan of the sport he played. I understand as a father, as a man, how difficult that is and the loss, you know, the loss of a family. Um, How could you not? How could it not bring you down? How could it not challenge your faith how could it not? You know, this is this is for for for, for all intents and purposes, man. And it, this is a, a beautiful, uh, uh, expressive of love and commitment. You know, I, you do as parents, we do these things. You know, um, we get up, we hit the road, we take you to your practices. You know, we're invested in in your things you want to do. This is this is parent life. This is I love you life. So to to die in that moment. It's an L. It's an L. And and the L goes deeper for me and I think other parents, right? Because we feel like 
well, damn, you ain't doing nothing but the right thing. You know, I mean, if I could take my baby girl and her friends and their families on a copter through the, through the, you know, to the practice, of course I'm going to do it. If I got that type of dough, those type of resources, I'm going to do fly stuff like that for my daughter. Why wouldn't I? You know, I'm not doing what if it crash. You know, if I had a, if I can bring a stretch Bentley out for all of them to practice, I'm going to do it. You know, so it's like hard to wrap your mind around like, uh, damn, you, you know, all while you trying to do your dad work. Now, of course, I'm sure as the time goes on and probably already out there, it's going to be tons of conspiracies and all of that. I don't care about that stuff, man. You know, the L is the loss, you know, loss of, of a, of a person um, doing good work, loss of a dad, loss of a family, you know, loss of daughters, loss of friends, loss, loss in what those people represented and meant to, you know, uh, to us and to their, their intermediates, you know, it's a loss, you know. Um, so how many L's, you know, how many losses, what type of losses should, you know, I, I validate my anger, you know, in the midst of the Kobe joint, I, I get another uh, uh, text message. Watch this video. Y'all know the video. Some white lady somewhere that I don't know, you know, basically what she says, the perfect candidate for the L.A. niggers. L, you know, it's like, what? Why? Why? What's the purpose of this many shots? You know what I mean? Amongst all of the things that are happening in particular to me this weekend, you know, the things that I'm seeing, the things that I'm faced with, um, now I'm reminded of, yeah, we can be niggers again. I forgot about that. Thanks. You know, how many L's, you know, now we could take it out the spotlight and we could take it away from, you know, loss and death and things like that. Um, man, how many L's period, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a just, 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 just as a worker bee. You know, as a person who gets up and goes to work, um, you know, with the with the thought to to take care of your family, you know, to to get some groceries going, make sure the lights is on, you know, the normal things. And, you know, you're fighting so hard to do just the just the minimum, you know, the, the, the basics, you know, food in the fridge type of things. And you come across so many challenges in trying to get that done. You, you know what I mean? So many challenges. And, and it's like, I don't know for y'all how it feels, but for me, it's just how many L's, how many, how many little punches do I got to take? You know, how many a little, the insignificant things that make me happy in my life got to go south? How many of the, the big things have to be so challenging? Like, you know, like how many L's do I got to take? Now, don't forget that this ain't heavy scripted, y'all. This ain't heavy scripted. It's just your boy. That's all. How many L's? You know, so I'm a man of faith. I believe in God. You know, I don't like half believe in God. I don't believe in God sometimes or, you know, just when it's convenient. And shout out, if that's your thing, I'm not dissing you. I'm just saying for me personally, you know, I'm very Christ-centered. You know, God's a huge part of my life. And, and, and to be honest, like, there's no part in my life that God is not involved with. Um, I don't... I, I won't even say that's by my own personal design. That's just how it, 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 it rolled out, right? That's just how it happened, you know? And with that said, you know, 
I want to address what I think is the elephant in the room. Because if I knew a guy like myself, you know, and and I was able to peek into his life and look at the challenges and look at the things that offend him or hurt him or, you know, um, sadden him or whatever, the L's, you know, you know, I would think, well, what, what, what does your God have to say about it? You know, how do you reconcile all of this with your faith? And with, when I was thinking about it, I, you know, I'm used to it at this point, <laughs> you know? So I went through my time of, you know, God, why? And I still go through it from time to time, but I went through that heavy time of God, why? You know, why me? Why is this? Why did this have to happen? How could you love me? Or how could you be this loving God if, you know, I went through that heavy, you know? So so at this point, it's not so much the battle for me, but I'm still challenged with the the why. And, you know, so with that said, I'm going to get to it because I feel like I'm rambling. And that's what happens when you're unscripted. Believe it or not, you ramble. But that's okay because this is what this show is kind of about. Um, so when I think about, you know, the the why or, or um, reconciling, you know, my feelings with my faith, you know, what I see and what I don't see, what I believe, you know, I come to this and it, and it may be me taking the easy route. You know, I just, I don't know what God knows, you know, and I'm comfortable with that being at least the basis of being comforted in these kind of, how many L's do I need to take? You know, how much has got to happen? When can I just rebel? When can I just yell and scream and just say, I hate everything and I hate everybody and, and it'd be okay and I'm not penalized or I don't lose, you know, when can I fully just express the anger that that's been building when, (laughs) you know, how much more, you know, how much more has to happen? You know, what is that thing that I get to just break from, you know, I've, I've changed jobs like draws trying to get to a space where I'm treated fairly, that I'm not taken advantage of. That that you know my skill set is, is it, of course I'm, I'm 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 being paid to do this thing, but I also like to be respected and not taken advantage of, you know. And, and so I'm making these moves. Like, why do I gotta take so many L's? When am I gonna be able to just be in a safe place where I can fully be on board? I can fully engage, and it's okay. You know, I don't have to protect my chest, protect my neck, protect my my heart, my feelings. You know. I, I, you built me to care this much. Why is this a thing? Okay, so y'all get it. I'm trying to paint the picture. And, uh, you know, when I when I think about it, I pray about it, I get into it as, as far as uh, uh, God is concerned. You know, I, I can't shake the thought that, man, God knows something I don't know. And the reason why I'm comforted with that thought is experience, you know, because I've been here before, because I've been hurt. I've been challenged, you know, I've struggled. And and in those times, you know, and, and more, more or less after a while, because in the beginning, you know, I couldn't see it, but I learned to, to pay attention to the dominoes falling, you know, the, the butterfly effect, you know, this happened and then this happened, but then this happened, you know, I, I was listening to an interview on the breakfast uh, uh, with the breakfast club, there was an interview on TD. Uh, Jake's about this Kobe thing and and just dealing with the emotions of loss and 
and you know, kind of the same question here, like you know, uh, you know, what do you say to a, uh, you know, like how does God fit into this? You know, because you're gonna have the why, you know, and it's like you know, uh, I can't ver- remember verbatim what Jake said, but he said something to the effect of, you know, God knows, you know, he he has the foresight. And I don't, I don't know what God knows. You know, I don't know what he knows. And I, and, I, and again, as simplistic as it is, you know, after some time and after, after going through some things, you realize that, man, I couldn't have said that, you know, if I lose my job over here and this is kind of going to work out for my benefit because then I'm going to meet my wife and, you know, we're going to have a child and, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't say that event was going to turn into or be the the uh you know the 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 beginning of all these other things you know um the epicenter i couldn't predict that you know and if i was writing a story myself i wouldn't have written written it that way so just understanding that and knowing that that god knows some things i don't know that he's able to see some things that i can't see he's able to comprehend some things that i can't comprehend and and trusting that not just because it's the it's the the PC answer or it's the easy answer. Trusting it because I've seen it, because I know, you know, because I, I I've done the math, you know, I've paid attention, I've struggled, you know, and I've I've overcame struggle, I've hurt and I've overcame hurt, you know, and being honest with myself with with a lot of things, man, you know, it was hard for me to 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 deal with the why, you know, uh, I'm overweight, why. You know, I couldn't learn like the other kids in school. Like that, that was that was that was some big whys for me. But then in hindsight, and talking to God and, and Him showing me, you know, on the back end, well, if you know you were able to do this, then what do you think you would have done here if this wasn't a challenge? If this didn't make you want to stay home, then you know, and and just being honest with myself is like, dang, I hate to admit it, but it helped. And in the, in the, in those instances, especially growing up, especially dealing with a tough childhood, you know, um, I, I I wanted a dad. You know the story. <laughs> you know I want the mom and dad in the kitchen cooking and arguing and doing you know what married people do and getting driven up to college. You know, of course I wanted all of those things. You know, I wanted to tuck in at night. Didn't get any of that stuff. You know, felt cheated. You know, but I can tell you with all certainty that. Not getting those things made me a much better father, you know, um, those hurts, those little, you know, gut shots, you know, that I could still feel when if I think hard enough about it, you know, propelled me into to being aware of being a parent and how much how important it is to do the little things, how important it is to, to be supportive, how important it is to be a role model, how important a hug is. All of those things stem from not having them. You know, so, so how many L's, how many L's, you know, I'm, I'm growing to understand that it's as many as it takes, you know, the hard, hard, hard answer. The easy answer would be a thousand L's and you straight. It's a lot of L's, but you know, after a thousand, that's it. That's the easy answer. The hard answer, which I believe is the answer, is as many as it takes. You know, loss has a funny way 
of turning into gain. You know, it turns into, you know, a positive things. The Bible says what the devil uh, meant for evil, God turned, made it good or used for good. Um, man, it's, it's, again, it sounds so simple. It sounds like the, the easy answer when in fact it's the answer. How many L's y'all get used to it as many as it takes, but just know that they not, you're not suffering. You're not losing for nothing. You're not losing for the sake of losing. You're not suffering just to suffer. And I think once we kind of can wrap our minds around that, then we start to understand that it's bigger than the one action, the one feeling, the one thought that this thing resonates, it vibrates, it invigorates, it changes things. You know, it has it has a, a mission and it has an, a potential that that we generally can't understand. You know, and even when when our portion is fulfilled, it doesn't just stop there. You know, these things, you know, they reverberate through the world, you know, um, doing what they do. And, and, and to, to, to want to understand that is understandable. But to be, to believe that that we can take in that much information and, and deduce that many variables is is absurd. Hey, this Juan Eugene. I don't have a clever little thing yet, but this 1982, y'all, um, 1982 is the year I was born. Um, so, you know, I just really wanted to to talk to y'all, to just have a little little, little area where I can get it off my chest. Got a bunch of cool, exciting things coming out the wildest flock, man. We still rocking. Um, we, we were really trying to be innovative um, in some of the things we're going to be working on this year. Um, and look, we, we are a church. Um, you know, not in a typical sense, but you know, we, we are with the body of Christ and we are moving together, you know, and our gifts and talents and resources are all in the Lord's hands. And that's all we want to do. We just want to do the work. You know, I may not be a pair of pliers, you know, you may be a pair of pliers and a pair of pliers is absolutely a necessity in a toolbox. I might be some weird little basin wrench that you only need in a tight spot. And I'm okay with that. So I need y'all to be okay with, you know, the fact that we all are different tools in God's hands. Um, you know, yeah, I think that's it, man. That's it. Um, deal with us. Wildest flock. Um, find us on all the social medias. If you want to participate with any type of monetary joints um it's like cash app wildest flock thank you to the people who participate um and another thing it's dope i don't i don't have anything to do with the money so i'll kind of ask and be surprised um but uh just to let you know any any type of monies that we get um they all go to outreach programs that we, we put together um we got some stuff coming up for back to school um, we're a small unit. We don't have very much, you know, um, but whatever we do get, we try to put it to the best use for the people. Let us pray.
mothers in black crime. Brothers in packs dumb, plus everybody's high. Too doped up to ask why. Watching our own downfall, witness the end. It's like we don't believe in God, cause we living in sin. I asked my homie on the block, why he strapped, he laughed. Pointed his pistol as the cop caught. Passed the blast, it's just another murder. Nobody mourns no more. My teardrops getting bigger, but can't figure what I'm crying for. Is it the miniature caskets, little babies? Victims of a straight from drug dealers gone crazy. Maybe it's just the drugs. Visions of how the block was. Crack came and it was strange how it rocked us. Perhaps the underlying facts they hide explain genocide. It's when we ride on our own kind. What is it we all fear? Reflections in the mirror. We can't escape fate. The end is getting nearer. Who do you believe in? I put my faith in God. Blessed is the reason. It's hard, that's who I believe in Before I'm leaving, the mask and the grieving Who do you believe in? Who do you believe in? I put my faith in God, blessed is still grieving And even though it's hard, that's who I believe in Before